Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, you know what? Not going to lie, this kind of sucks. Lakers are, are really dealing with a tough time. They're trying to make a replacement. They have room to make another replacement. They have eight current healthy players on the roster. Tough times ahead. So before we jump into all of today's news, and, and boy, is there a lot of it, uh, I recorded a lounge, a Lakers lounge with Harrison, and we welcomed Marin Fader on the show. Uh, it has a, a tone that you would not normally you know, use uh, given today's news. The reason that is the case is because we recorded that maybe an hour or so before all of that news broke. Uh, so if you're if you're listening to that show and you're sitting there wondering yourself, why aren't they mentioning all of yesterday's news and why are they laughing so much? Uh, it is literally because we had no idea about it at the time. Um, this is something that a lot of people have been speculating about uh, a wider outbreak, given the circumstances that are carrying on uh, around the league. Uh, but, you know. That's not the kind of thing that would be very professional of anybody to really openly speculate about. We've been, I've kind of said, yeah, this doesn't feel like the end of it when uh, THT tested positive, and then especially once Monk and Dwight Howard tested positive, uh, you really felt like, okay, you know, kind of buckle up and, and we'll see where this takes the Lakers. Uh, but as it stands right now, and we'll get to all of the news here in a second, I just wanted to you know, I, 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 I'm. This is tough times. Uh, you know, f for a lot of people, uh, hearing about all of these cases and uh, this this kind of league wide outbreak that we're seeing right now. Uh, this is this is kind of traumatic. You know, it reminds you of everything that we all went through as a society over the last you know, eighteen months or so. And I, I'm, you know, I, I know that if you're listening to that and you're kind of down in the dumps, you're probably wondering to yourself, what the hell is going on here? What is wrong with these people? Why are they laughing so much in the face of all of this adversity? It is literally because we didn't know about the adversity yet. So I'm going to go ahead and move on at this stage and, and try to contextualize everything that the Lakers are going to be facing in the very near future. So earlier this afternoon, it was announced or it was reported that the Lakers are bringing in Isaiah Thomas uh, because, uh, you know, for whatever reason. At the time, we didn't know. We just thought, well, okay, they're signing him. They don't have an open roster spot. What the hell is going on here? Uh, and then we got the news eventually, you know, there was never any announcement that there or report that they were waiving anybody. Uh, we were, you know, something, another shoe had to drop, and then it turns out that a few dro shoes dropped. So it started with uh, Russell Westbrook testing positive for COVID and entering the safety protocols, uh, where he joined, obviously, Malik Monk, Dwight Howard, um, and Taylor Horton Tucker. And then beyond that, uh, Billy Mack is also in uh, protocols. So uh, you have all of that going on, and then eventually after that, uh, it was announced that Avery Bradley uh, tested positive and also entered protocols. The good news on both of those guys' fronts is that they did not travel with the team, so this would indicate that they tested positive last night before anybody did any real traveling. Uh, 
which is great, obviously, because uh, you would have been in close proximity uh, for an extended amount of time with everybody who is traveling with the Lakers currently. So those guys are quarantining. They're probably on their way back if they aren't already back in L.A. as we speak. Uh, and then, you know, the Lakers have to carry on uh, given the players that they have. Again, you know, it started with signing Isaiah Thomas. He had his G League debut and scored like 40 points or something like that. I think he took like 30 shots. Um, I, I will get to the basketball part of that right now. But as it stands, the Lakers have eight available players. They have Austin Reeves, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore, Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis, and DeAndre Jordan. And then beyond that, they would have a ninth if they do bring in Isaiah Thomas once they are granted the hardship clause. Now, the hardship clause is it has been is kind of become the, the COVID clause. Uh, but the reason the hardship clause would kick in is because the Lakers have seven players right now who aren't available. Russ, Avery, Monk, Howard, THT, all for health and safety protocols. And then Nunn is still dealing with his bone bruise. And now Trevor Ariza, although he's close to coming back, is not currently available. So you have two hardship spots that the Lakers could use. One of them apparently is going to Isaiah Thomas. And we haven't heard much about the other one. What's going to be interesting here to see how the Lakers handle that second one because they technically could be getting Ariza back um, sooner rather than later. So... Do you want to use that 10-day contract on a player who would immediately be waived as soon as a reason becomes available? I think that's how this is going to work. We're always kind of looking for new information. The entire league is in kind of uncharted territory right now. Uh, we have heard that uh, via Woj and via Shams and everybody else that the uh, league and the players union are working on uh, updating the protocols given the circumstances that everybody is dealing with right now. And as that happens, you know, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. But right now, again, the Lakers' entire roster stands with, of, of NBA players, of fully, you know, of NBA contract kind of guys, because you have uh, Shawnee Brown and Jay Huff as your two-way guys. So you technically have 10 players available, though clearly the Lakers don't feel those guys are ready. So again, it's Reeves, Ellington, Bays, Rondo, Braun, Mello, AD, and DeAndre Jordan. And and then, you know, also potentially Isaiah Thomas, also potentially another player. I'm still holding out hope for James Ennis uh, just because the Lakers even more desperately now need a wing. Maybe eventually you get Trevor Ariza back, but, you know, you're carrying forward with about 11 NBA players, best case scenario right now. Uh, and and a couple of those guys, you know, Bazemore hasn't looked like an NBA player at all this year. Rondo is certainly on his last legs. Isaiah Thomas hasn't been an NBA player in a couple years and is kind of giving it one last shot. Uh, so even given the fact that the Lakers are, are already pretty thin, they look even thinner when you consider some of the guys who are currently available. DeAndre Jordan hasn't been very good in, in, in a little while, so... Those players who have actually looked decent, Reeves, Ellington, Braun, Mello, and AD, that's really it. That's it. And and so that's why, you know, hopefully Ariza is able to get healthy and he's able to, to impact basketball uh, still at this stage of his career because otherwise 
That is an insanely thin group. Really quickly on Isaiah Thomas. So the Lakers bring him in again after he makes his debut, scores those 42 points, goes nuts, all of that good stuff. Uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas has now had a few instances where he goes off in, whether it's a pro-am or some other viral clip that goes that 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 makes its way across the internet. The latest thing here being uh, his attempt at a or his his actual debut in the G League, which apparently went really well. Um, my only thing is they don't really need somebody at his position still. I mean, technically they need anybody they can get. So you know, if you can walk and chew gum at the same time, uh, you will you will get an opportunity here with the Lakers as they're currently constituted. I just you know, it's kind of tough. It sucks that it the, that this circumstance came about right now and not like a, a couple weeks ago when Stanley Johnson was in the organization, right? He was playing for the South Bay Lakers. Um, he isn't available anymore. Wesley Johnson went to the Milwaukee Bucks, so he isn't available. I mentioned Ennis earlier. Those are, you know, those were the best case scenario kind of wings, only wings that were on the open market at this point. Uh, and then you know, after that, you're just, you're talking about some very slim pickings. So I can understand why the Lakers, especially the way that they've been, they put together this roster. They are basically, y'all forgot <laughs> Twitter where, you know, we're reminded all the time about who was or was not a bucket. Um, Isaiah Thomas very much was a bucket at, in his prime. It's just, we haven't been anywhere near his prime in multiple years. Best of luck to somebody trying to make his way back to the league. I'm not knocking the dream at all. I just have serious doubts about his ability to to uh, help an NBA team. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Make sure you guys are, are still rating, reviewing, subscribing, all that good stuff. Uh, I hope you guys have checked out the show that Harrison and I recorded with Mirren Fader. We had a blast on that. That is one of the more fun episodes we've recorded in a really long time. So you're going to want to check out that. She she profiled Austin Reeves and had a whole bunch still left over from the cutting room floor that she got into on the show. You're going to want to check that out. And then across the site, we have people reacting to all of today's news, getting you ready for the games ahead. And, and you know, quite frankly, the tough times that seem like they're ahead. Fingers crossed that the Lakers are trying to, to, you know, are going to get through this, you know, with, with, with no more issues. I don't know that that's necessarily going to be the case because of how uh, close proximity everybody was to a couple of the guys who just tested positive. We have those, you know, the videos and the pictures of everybody kind of dancing around after they won. And that was great in the moment. But now you look back on it, you're like, <laughs> so hopefully... Uh, they get a little bit lucky here, and and this is the extent of the damage. And then, again, like I said earlier, we'll keep you posted on uh, how the NBA plans to handle all of this moving forward. I don't think they're going to shut down the, the season again. There's too much money on the line. Uh, the NFL, we've already seen them start to handle it. They basically cut back on some of those protocols and made it so even if you test positive, if you're asymptomatic, you can keep testing and if you get two negative tests, you're you're basically uh, clear it all over again. We saw the the, the league kind of do that with LeBron. So maybe that is the path forward here. Maybe that is uh, the league using that as precedent, and and that's how they're going to carry forward. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know even how I want to feel about all of that. I I do know that this is fucking exhausting. I do know that this is 
you know, a long time of dealing with this stuff. And, and just like everybody else here, I really would like to move forward. But you have to move forward tomorrow. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.